This is Finding Satan, a Black Cat Collective podcast. Episode 2, The Long Way Around. Hi. Hi. It's Sarah. Well, that was certainly more interesting than I expected. I'm still a little shaken, to be honest. I guess you're probably wondering what happened. I'm sorry I didn't do a wrap up. My goal is for each thing I look into, I use these recordings to gather my thoughts, my notes, to summarize my conclusions. And I didn't do that last time. I'm sorry. I just, I just didn't expect anything like that. We got to the circle and Diane started acting really weird. I guess I should know better than to follow a stranger to a supposedly evil circle. But Diane, she just... She was kind of freaking me out with that weird voice and all that. She pulled this big knife and... Well, I guess she attacked me? She came at me with the knife, but somehow she tripped, I guess. All I know is I saw her with the knife, and then, so suddenly, I don't even know how it happened. She was in the circle, knife in her own chest, blood everywhere. Do I think the circle is evil? I don't know. I heard that buzzing sound. My skin felt weird and saw these shapes in the circle, but I guess it was just one of those optical illusions, the lines in the ground appearing to move, but they couldn't have been, right? I mean, it was scary and creepy, but a lot of that was Diane. (sighs) I want to feel bad for her, but I didn't even know her. And she did kind of attack me. I don't know. I found out from the police that hers wasn't the first body they'd found in that circle. Three members of her occult group had been found there. Dead. Stabbed through the heart and with their throats slit. I looked online, but that was never reported. It had been kept quiet, although the rumor still got out. Is the black circle evil? I don't know. It's certainly strange, and strange things have been done there. But I'd have to go back, see it again. See if I feel anything when there isn't someone whispering dark things in my ear. I... Oh, it's Dr. Carlisle. Hi, Dr. Carlisle. Sarah, I wanted to check in. How are you? I'm okay. Shaken up, but okay. I was very concerned when you called me. 
You sounded terrified. It, it was shocking. I, I think, I think I was in shock. Well, hopefully the police weren't too hard on you. Oh no, no, no. Sarah, I have to confess I'm somewhat disappointed. I thought we agreed you'd meet with Alan, create a research plan, and then update me. Instead, the next time I hear from you, you're in a park having done some sort of a cult ritual with a dead woman. That's not exactly what happened. I, I assume Alan's advice to you wasn't to go off half-cocked and try to get yourself killed. No, of course not. I'm even more disappointed that you don't want to take advantage of this very valuable resource that I've found for you. I think you want to leverage an experienced, respected grad student to help you get started off correctly. Do you not want to work with him? No, please, I do want to talk to Alan again. It, it was good, but his style is just so different from mine. It's heavy research, it's just feeling a little dry for me. I wanted to go see something. I appreciate your enthusiasm, Sarah, but if you had taken the time to do your research, you may have uncovered the concerning history of Dan's occult group. If you had, I can only hope you wouldn't have chosen to go off into the woods with a potential murderess. Ouch. Yeah, a little research might have prevented that. You're right. So, why didn't you take the time to research, to think, to form a real plan? Because I need to feel it, Dr. Carlyle. Reading about it isn't enough. I need to know. As your thesis advisor, I must insist that you work with Alan and create an actual research plan. I do not want you rushing out or putting yourselves in harm's way. This is clearly news to you, but the sort of people who call themselves evil or Satanists aren't always the safest people to be alone with in the woods, especially in a location known for sacrifices and other occult rituals. So will you speak with Arne again? Yes, I will. I'm sorry. I really am. Good. Good. Just do this little course correction and you'll be back on track. I get it that Dr. Carlyle thinks he's helping, that working with Alan and researching will keep me safe, but I feel safe. I'm not scared. I'm more worried about taking the long way around. That's what really scares me. If you want to know the truth, when we were walking towards the black circle, I wasn't scared. I wasn't afraid. Even after I heard the buzzing, I was excited. <sighs> Dr. Carlisle isn't wasting any time. Looks like I'm talking to Alan again this afternoon. I'm going to take a break until then.
Okay, I'm about to get on Skype with Alan. I hope he doesn't try to get me to a monastery again. Hey, Alan. I heard you had quite the adventure. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Listen, Sarah, I'm really sorry that happened to you. I feel responsible. What do you mean? Dr. Carlisle told me that the only reason you went out there with a stranger was because of me. I didn't help you the way he expected. If anything had happened to you because of me, I- Alan, don't blame yourself. This has literally nothing to do with you. I would have found my way there whether or not I ever met you or talked to you. Yeah, that's the problem, actually. Dr. Carlisle was expecting me to. How about I make it up to you? I can help with any legwork on research that you need. I can help Dr. Carlisle keep you out of trouble and assuage my guilty conscience at the same time. That's great, except for the part about keeping me out of trouble. I don't need that. I'm not some first year. I can do my own research. At least let me make it up to you. A peace offering since I seem to have really put my foot in it. I'm sending you a link. Hang on. What is this? It's an old ranch about 100 miles east of Odessa. It's been abandoned for the last 17 years. Before that, it was a working ranch, but it has a long history of... disturbances. Disturbances? Yeah. I'll let you read the file, but some seriously weird stuff went down at that ranch back in the day. It's in Texas, so we could go visit if you like. We? <clears throat> um, yeah. Dr. Carlisle wanted me to go out to Texas. No thanks. I don't need a babysitter. Sarah, you don't understand. He's not giving me a lot of choice. No, you don't understand. I'm not giving you any choice. You are not coming to Texas. Stay in New York, research your monks or whatever. We are not the Scooby Gang. I'm not your research buddy, and I don't need a sidekick. Thanks for the file, but we're done here. Jesus. Well, I guess I should at least read about this ranch. The Three Goats Ranch was established in 1828 by a settler named John Wyatt. The ranch flourished under John. By the time of his death, he had grown the ranch to 10,000 head of Longhorn cattle. But there were rumors that he did not earn his land and riches on his own. Rumors of blood sacrifices and other unsavory practices. The ranch struggled in its first years, but then had sudden, rapid, and inexplicable success, fueling the rumors that surrounded the ranch. John was accused of stealing children from the ranch hands and servants, and performing unholy rituals. These rumors continued until his eventual death in 1910. Huh. 1910. 
After his death, the ranch fell into hard times. His family sold off cattle, then parcels of land. They changed the name to the Midlands Ranch in an attempt to put the past behind them, an attempt that did not work. They came to say the ranch was cursed. The area where John supposedly performed his rituals was the center of the curse. His descendants built a barn there which burned down and had to be rebuilt. Sickness struck the ranch and all the livestock in the barn died, spreading the illness to the rest of the cattle, which further decimated their already diminished stock. Accidents plagued the ranch with many of the workers complaining of strange noises, visions, and a shadowy figure that watched them from afar. The family lost most of their money, and when a tractor ran over John's six-year-old great-grandson, killing him outside the infamous barn, the family finally sold the remaining land and moved away in the 1960s. The barn appears to be the center of whatever phenomena exists at the Midland Ranch. It is partially burned from yet another fire and is not safe to enter. The land changed hands many times and is currently owned by a land trust, which purchased it in 2003. The trust has not announced any plans to develop the land, so it continues to sit abandoned, haunted by the ghosts of its past and the memories of the horrific deeds that stained its soil forever. That was a little more dramatic than I expected from Alan, to be honest. His email says some of this was taken from a site called Haunted Texas. So yeah, that explains that. I'm going to see what I can dig up about the ranch, and if there's any information about the current owners. Alan was right. I'm definitely interested in this ranch. No, I kind of said I wouldn't do this again, but I'm totally doing this again. I couldn't find anything more about this ranch, so I'm going to see it for myself. The owners are just a series of companies. I couldn't get to an actual person, so honestly, I feel like no one's going to care. They won't even notice. I'll be there a little before the sun starts to set. I don't want to be there in the dark. Wow. There's a bunch of cow skulls on the fence posts. That's creepy. The road still has the ranch sign, even though the gates are broken and gone. Midlands Ranch. I can see the old house up the road, to the right. It's falling down, literally. The barn is just past it, to the left. I see... Yeah, there's a group of black birds. Probably grackles? Circling in the sky above the barn. There you are, old girl. 
There you are. Sorry, I think I spaced out for a bit. This thing is something. I don't want to get any closer. I don't know why. I just don't. The roof has caved in, but I'm still a good 15 feet away from the structure. I can see signs of the old fire. I can see the age. But it's not really about what I see. Not in this place. Not here. It's... There's a smell. There shouldn't be a smell. Not after this long. But under the smell of livestock and ash, I smell death and rot. It reeks here. They're going to have to raise this barn, but I don't know how they'll ever get the smell out. It smells like a thousand things spent a thousand years shitting and dying here. I can feel it. I can finally feel it. Whatever happened here has stained the land. It seeped in. The hairs, the hairs on my arms are standing up. What's that? What's that over there? I can see the edge of something just past the barn. What is this? The earth is, it's black. It looks like the circle, I think. The one from Blackstone Quarry. Oh, it's Dr. Carlisle. Yes? Doctor? Dr. Carlisle? I can't hear you. There's some kind of interference. I can't... Wait. What? Sarah, are you there? Did you go to that ranch I sent you? Yes, I'm at the ranch. I wish you... Sarah, please get in your car. You must leave. You're in danger there. What do you mean, leave? What danger? Sarah, listen. Hang on. I think I see someone. There's a shadow over there. But it's hard to tell. The sun's going down. Dr. Carlisle, it's strange. I can feel something here. Yes, I'm leaving. But I, I want to come back. Okay, yes, I'm going home.
This is where the audio cuts out. Finding Satan is written and directed by Gabrielle Awe, produced by Jeremy Herbel, and starring Emily Mascolo as Sarah. Special thanks to our actors, Emily Mascolo, Jeremy Herbel, Justin Nikolai, and Mike Scalero. Finding Satan is a Black Cat Collective production. See you next time. Chasing the stars
inside.